23 minutes after 4 o'clock, we're in conversation next with Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband. So tech giant Google has started a process of testing an artificial intelligence chatbot called BARD in the US as well as in the UK. The AI chatbot will rival Microsoft's ChatGPT and uh, similar apps. BARD allows users to type questions and request in English and gives uh, detailed answers. It also helps uh, compute code. For more on BARD and what the platform seeks to do, we're joined by Jan Vermeulen. Jan, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Let's start off here. What is ChatGBT first? What does it do? Yeah, yeah. Good, good afternoon. So, so a couple of things. BARD is, is quite different from ChatGPT in that it, it doesn't complete code or anything like that. Um, but yes, to... To, we've started calling ChatGPT and, and tools like it chatbots, but that's not technically correct um, uh, we, because now we don't have a word for, for what chatbots used to be, which is just um, you know, little menus, really, that, mm. that, uh, that, that were pre-programmed. What, what these things are, um, the, the technical term being used is they are, they are language models, natural language models. And essentially what they, what they do is they, they've been trained on millions and millions and millions of examples of human text, that, and then they, uh, they, when you ask them to to you know write something for you or to answer a question, then they generate an answer based on all that text that they've seen before. Um, and so, uh, essentially, um, yeah, they they, they synthesise um, just uh, uh, you know just answers that they've seen before. And then, uh, now. Um, in the beginning, and we saw this with early versions of, um, or earlier versions of mm-hmm. GPT, with GPT-3 and GPT-3.5, which is what ChatGPT used to run on, um, would, like, you could see that its primary goal was to generate um, logical-sounding uh, text. It, it, it wasn't necessarily to give you the most accurate answer. Now, it's the, the new version, GPT-4, They've really gone back and they've worked on on accuracy. Now it's far from, I think, even 80% uh, accurate, uh, um, but perhaps even far from 50% accurate. It's still generating um, uh, very inaccurate information in response to to questions or, or uh, prompts to say, "Hey, hey, write an article for me," or yeah. or write an essay for me. It's it's so so people have to be careful about just believing the information coming out of these language models uh, because the part of the problem is that they will give you a very confident wrong answer. <laughs> or very, very confident you give you a wrong answer. And, and, and they say it so confidently that you just believe it, but it's actually just completely wrong because, because what they are trained to do is sound as human as possible, and not even as human as possible, that, that sound like a really good human writer. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they, they are made to, to do. Um, and not necessarily give the most accurate answer, not yep. yet. And, and so that's sort of the next phase of development. So what would the users of these platforms then use these platforms for? Also considering that um, in the age of, of, of digital media as well, and information being available, there's also a question in, rela- in, in, in relation to what is the correct information? Yes. Um, so, so right now, um, what people are using it for is to kind of get started on a piece of writing, or to or to fill out a piece of writing uh, with more, you know, with more uh, flowery language, or to to rewrite something mm. in a nicer sounding way. So, so you might write something, and you know, um, uh, uh, you're a second or third language speaker. Um, 
um, and then you you have it, uh, you know, you, you have ChatGPT look at it and, and come back with something better. So it almost better. like embellished and, 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 it. Uh, yeah, it can embellish it. It can make it sound better, uh, but certainly not fact-checking. Mm-hmm. Fact-checking is on the human. And by the way, another thing that makes ChatGPT quite interesting is there are some, in a support for some, some South African languages that are really high up in terms of competency. Like it's very competent at Afrikaans, um, and it's quite good um, at, at Sutu, Klosa, and Zulu. Um, so um, I don't know if it's, that's just machine translation that's built into it, or if it's actually been trained yeah. on the, you know some some um, texts uh, from those South African languages. Um, but it's actually pretty impressive um, because you know we're only 60 million people down here. Um, you know, compared to a language like French or German, um, you know, it, it doesn't seem quite like high on the priority yeah. list. But but it's quite good at those. Whereas um, Google's Bard right now is only geared for U.S. English. Okay, so, so so with the introduction of Bard, what doesn't what does that then do for this particular sector of artificial intelligence? Well, it heats up the competition. Um, which will hopefully lead to good outcomes rather than uh, quick and dirty outcomes. Um, so uh, hopefully this is, a question, this is a question of, you know, may the, the best uh, performing uh, language model win. That's not always how it works in technology, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it shows just how much hype there is around this thing. I, I mean, ChatGPT took the world by storm last year. There was a huge amount of hype around it. There's a huge amount of hype around it this year. Um, you can't turn anywhere without there being some kind of um, AI uh, story. And, um, and so, uh, you know, these, these companies have to, um, have to be doing something in the space. Now, uh, Google was kind of caught with its pants down uh, because it's, it's been a leader in machine learning and artificial intelligence research. But um, the OpenAI's launch of ChatGPT um, for the first time made it really accessible to the average man in the street. Like you could, you know, log onto this website and ask it to do something for you or to answer a question, and it would come back with a really human-sounding answer. It was, it was, um, uh, you know, it was almost magical. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Google, Google um, really uh, late to the party in that respect. Mm. Um, even though, you know, it's got a very sophisticated artificial intelligence underpinning a lot of its tools already. You know, and, and like people. I would be familiar with the autocomplete in Gmail that kind of guesses yeah. uh, which word you want to type next and then just push right and then it selects that word uh, and so on. All those things, so a lot of Google's products already do, uh, but it was just not nearly as impressive yeah. as ChatGPT. And so uh, part of this is for Google to showcase its capabilities in generative AI um, and yeah. uh, and to, to, to kind of show, you know, that, that um, you know, they're not second place uh so so we'll we'll see how that goes yeah um but yeah this is a this is almost an arms race amongst big technology companies because um you can see with uh, the is south africa dollars, there are we featured somewhere is there a south african company that's featured somewhere in this race um uh, south african companies uh feature uh, in users of the technology ah. uh, but not, but not as producers of uh, and i mean we we used to have um and we still do have really top-notch natural language researchers but it feels like the state of the art has really mm-hmm. overtaken us there already um but that that does not necessarily 
you know, spell the end of it, uh, because uh, there's the potentially huge opportunity for companies that uh, use that use this technology in the most innovative yeah. um, and interesting ways to solve real world problems first. Okay, Jan, thank you so much for your time. Jan Vermeulen, the editor at My Broadband. Apologies, we're a bit late for the news headlines.